0: Let's get to it, that's for sure. It is Friday, April 1st, and on the first Friday of every month, I come on and do my coaching, chat with Crystal, and of course, my name's Crystal, and I'm so excited to be here with you. You know, I love coaching, um, and I love being able to support you, and I love that we record this, and then we we upload it, and, and whether it's some of my students that often listen, or Whether you're brand new to my world or you're just wanting to understand more about what Empowerment Coaching is, I always love that you can uh, listen to this as a podcast. So if you're hearing us for the first time, why don't you subscribe to my channel? And if you've been here before, make sure you subscribe to the channel. And I also want to thank you for those of you that call in live. I can see a nice little group of us here today in the private conference room you call in either on your telephone or with uh, your web call. And it's a wonderful, beautiful little safe place that you can stay anonymous and get the coaching or commiserating or celebrating or just a great conversation. And and I love being able to do it. So I want to thank you so much. Of course, it seems like every month, I come on and say, wow, it's been a crazy month, or wow, it's, things are getting to us, or wow. So, you know, no matter where you are in the world, and it's amazing when I look out and see we literally have women from around the world on this call right now. So it's always so exciting to me, and I feel so incredibly honored. But of course, there's shit going on in the world again. There's always seems to be something going on uh, somewhere. And so, what is empowerment coaching essentially? It's a shift in perception. We can't always change the outer world. And sometimes we can't even change things in ourselves in our outer world. But what empowerment coaching is really about is it's an inside job. And when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Does that mean there aren't still wars going on? Does that mean there are isn't still sicknesses? Does that mean there aren't still God, fights in Hollywood. Does that mean there isn't? Yeah, there's things that go on that we can easily get pulled into. I mean, my daughter and I were just talking 15 minutes ago about this winter. And this is the hardest winter. We're here in Canada, um, just outside of Toronto. And uh, I said, I can't believe I looked out the window and I think it's snowing. I'm so tired of the snow. But, you know, that's first world problems that my biggest worry right now is the snow. Um, uh, but there are things going on in the world. And so empowerment coaching is helping you, you, or your, you helping your clients first and foremost to meet them where they're at, meet yourself where you're at. Cause I do empowerment coaching on myself all the time. It's actually all the healing modalities I've ever learned. It's the one that works for me. And I guess that's why I'm so passionate about it. Because if I can just take a pause and take a couple deep breaths and get into my body and just sort of try to slip down out of my busy brain and feel myself coming down, 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 all the way down into my chest, into my solar plexus, into my lungs, and I can feel my shoulders relaxing down from my ears. This is sort of the process, is just allowing yourself to get out of your thoughts and reconnect with your body. And one of the first questions that I'll often ask to just a client is, if it didn't make you a bad woman, it didn't make you a bad anything, it didn't make you a bad person, it didn't make you a bad mother, daughter, sister, brother, it didn't make you a bad anything, um, what do you feel just under the surface? And that's our first spot. Like, what do you feel? Does it feel, and sometimes it's not even an emotion that we can identify, it's just a feeling, like it feels racing or it feels heavy, or it feels like a dark, stagnant void, an emptiness. And part of empowerment coaching is just first connecting with the feeling, breathing into it. And it doesn't mean to wallow in your feelings or to wallow in your misery or to relive past traumas or travesties over and over, but it means that the body is your messenger And the body will often show us when we're out of alignment. And so we first connect with the body. And then we say, well, if we could give that feeling an emotion, a name, what would we call it? And as an empowerment coach, I've gotten really comfortable with all kinds of different ways of describing emotions. Whether it's, does that feel like shame or embarrassment? Embarrassment is is just not quite as intense as shame. Is it guilt? Is it sorrow? Is it sadness? Is it fear? Is it anxiety? Is it desire? Is it your insecurity? Constantly comparing ourselves? Is it? Is it anger? Is it rage? Is it frustration? Is it a low-grade depression? Is it, I mean, learning how to identify what we feel under there, sometimes it can just be a lot of pride and we're feeling offended and and we're arguing a lot, and we're we feel like wait, like, like i'm I'm unhappy in a relationship, but I I whatever it might be, I always just say we just meet you where you're at, and then from there, what's so amazing is we have, oh my gosh, a whole series of different processes or we call them processes or interventions that then help you as a coach or you as the client to gently. Shift into a different perspective. I call it a higher perspective. I don't mean it to be better, but geez, when we feel better, like life is better. So it's not about poo pooing on bad emotions or calling them bad emotions, but when we're feeling really down and out, it's hard to make good choices. And sometimes it's even hard to see our choices. Sometimes we can just get so, feel so cloudy and mucky. And those are, feelings, cloudy, mucky, we feel stuck. Um, And so the first thing we do in empowerment coaching is we try to shift gently, authentically into um, a, a different higher perspective where we can look at it with a little bit more space, perspective, detachment. We're not so in the middle of of it we're kind of can stand back a little bit and look down on it and say, you know what, based on what you know, what would courage have you do? The trouble is you can't just ask someone what would courage have you do? Because if they're feeling ashamed or embarrassed, that just feels impossible to like, it's really hard to, to make a really authentic decision. If you're not feeling courageous, so that's why we want to authentically shift you to a higher place organically, naturally. And then from there, we can start to strategize. And then from there, we have the courage to take action if we need to. Or we have the courage to look at it differently. or We have the courage to um, take a pause and breathe. So I am going to go to our phone lines because I love just being able to chat with someone with no agenda where. Um, you know, I can weigh in on things without you feeling like, you know, I if, what you do is going to affect my life. And that's why we always say we want to not coach our family or friends, we want to, we want to set that if you have a friend or a loved one, that's really struggling, you're better to set them up with our mentorship coaches, um, which are our Our students who are getting ready to graduate, they have to complete 30 practice hours before they can graduate. And it's always better to set a friend up with a mentor coach or call in like you're doing right now and have a chat with me on the first Friday of the month. So I'm going to go to the phone lines and uh, all you have to do is share your first name and I'm unmuting the very first hand that's been lifted and all you got to do is say hello. Hello. Hello, how are Hi, you? I'm Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Nicole. Hey, Nicole, how are you? Have Hi. you? Is this your first time calling in, or have we chatted before? Um,
1: we chatted uh like three years ago. Oh, okay. Uh, it's, it's been a while. No, no, sorry, five years ago, sorry. Oh, it's been a
0: know, while. It's, it'd be interesting <laughs> when we get talking, if I remember, sometimes I... Can have a memory for these conversations. So, Nicole, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm so happy that it, even though five years has passed, I'm still somewhere on your radar and I'm grateful that you called in today. What can I do to support oh, yeah, you? See all of your,
1: I see all of your emails, they're, they're always so sweet.
0: Oh, thank you. Sometimes my daughter writes them too. She's getting really good at it. Um, oh. So, Nicole, what's going on for you right now? Well,
1: uh, so just quick thing about myself, I'm a software engineer, Yeah. Uh, and I I have this uh, time management life-logging software concept that uh, tremendously improved my life, and I ultimately want that for others also, but I have all these other things constantly in the way.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: And then along the way, I actually figured out something kind of interesting. I reverse-engineered singing, so I have a five-octave singing range now that I didn't have before. Yeah. <laughs> so that's... See-
0: you sound like you're doing yeah. some pretty good work in your own life, and you're wanting to be able to share that with other people.
1: Yes. And where are you at with well, that? That's, that's probably half of it. Because okay. the the bigger part is, uh, I I nearly have my little girl back at the end of a seven year custody battle. Now this year, oh, uh, wow. and it's after she was stolen from me through more perjury in court in 2018. Wow. And uh, I, yeah. I'm autistic, and I also have a lifelong complex movement disorder that I might have unlocked uh, working solutions for.
0: Okay. So So, I should actually
1: be on disability, but I can't accomplish that yet either.
0: Okay. Well, listen, I I can hear a lot going on, and I'm so grateful that you called in. Let's take a big breath together because, you know, um, just taking a nice deep breath just can – just slow things down a little bit. So let me put some of these things you just said to me in sort of in my brain so I can put it in order. So I'm a software engineer. Okay. I've I've yeah. I've been doing this reversed engineering. I love just reverse engineering. Just when you said that, I'm like, I love when people yeah. reverse it and help us, you know, put it into that kind of a sometimes it's like a simpler way of looking at complex things, right? Would you say that's what it oh, is?
1: I could give you- Sometime privately. I could give you so much interesting uh, information about what I figured out. It, oh, it's I, just I bet you can.
0: I bet you can. And then yeah. you also shared that you were in a custody battle for your daughter. How old is she now?
1: Uh, so in uh, September, she'll be 15. Okay.
0: So for seven years, were you able to still see her? Or were you guys fighting over um, who would get Yeah, pregnant? I managed
1: to get her back after. So... My ex uh, was trying to uh, get fraudulent just d- domestic violence orders and those kinds of things and stuff, and it was all lies and everything, yeah. and the mediators saw right through it. So we had half custody for three years. Okay. And uh, and my daughter actually wanted to live with me, though. Mm-hmm. And ultimately, I uh, like recently, I've been surviving two herniated discs since October, but uh, before that wasn't necessarily that big a deal as far as basically, um, but... Though I'm no longer homeless, I was still, li- I'm right now still living in a vehicle parked on the streets for the last oh, few years.
2: Nicole.
1: Yeah, oh, but so before sorry. that, at least, I had, you know, a place to live and various other places that uh, my daughter and I were being fostered at that she still was okay with and still wanted to be with me. Mm-hmm. And her, uh, and well, in court, it was ultimately lied about that I was homeless and, you know, I didn't have the ability to, like, Uh, care for her and stuff Mm -hmm. and so the judge tried to force me to give up my address and I've been trying to have keep safe from that get a protective order all those kind of things to keep my ex from knowing where I live because I don't ever feel safe with them knowing that
0: yeah so let me before we get to the
1: paradoxical situation obviously yeah
0: (laughs) so what I'm hearing is that you're this brilliant woman um who (laughs) yeah I, I, I hear that so what I'm hearing you say is I'm I'm really smart, and, and you're constantly frustrated. Is that what you just said?
1: Yeah, I'm constantly frustrated as a result of all of that. Yeah, yeah,
0: I don't blame you. Like, first of all, let me meet you right where you're at, which is holy moly. So, when you say you're a software engineer, are you currently working right now, or, or is that your your profession that you've you're trained in?
1: Uh technically both. Okay, so I I actually started programming on a, on a commodore 64 when i was eight years old mm-hmm. yeah yes yeah, I, I actually figured out uh like software programming on my my own i have a, a ba in music industry and a minor in computer science okay um but it was mostly because i wanted to do like recording of other people and stuff until i figured out that i could sing myself but that's its own story like i said yeah
0: yeah
1: uh, but as far as software engineer goes i finally was able to break into that um industry uh, Field in uh, like 2011. Yeah. uh, Until, you know, the economy tanked again and I ended up getting laid off and then got another good job that was about the same. But then that company split off a year later. So I had my own individual clients that we all kind of split in half.
0: Nicole, you know what baffles me? uh, I'm I'm interrupting you. I apologize for interrupting you. Forgive me. It's so baffling to me that this brilliant woman who understands IT so well, understands software, understands computers, goes right back to the very first computers, learned so much on your own. You shared that you are also uh are autistic. Um I just don't understand how how I mean I understand it. It pisses me yeah, off. Yeah,
1: you, you know what it is. You you speak about societal barriers all the time. Right. So, yeah. It That's pisses exactly it me is.
0: right off. It, I'm just. I'm gonna have a little fight for you. I'm gonna have a little rant on your behalf, which is, you're this brilliant <laughs> woman who is so intelligent. You've got your BA. Did you say in music and something else in computer yeah, studies? Yeah, music,
1: music industry. So like the recording yeah. stuff. And then uh, a minor in computer science. Computer science. It was mostly like, just to say I have something that you know I know what I'm doing and everything. But ultimately, no one ever needed my degree anyway. No one cared. So. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So. <laughs> So then you, you're you this brilliant woman who's got her degree and you've got a a minor in computer science. You've figured out a reverse engineering around music. You've got all of these talents and gifts and and so many things that you're so talented at. And you're living in a car. That just outrageously well me.
1: fortunately it's a, it's RV so it's very nice inside okay. it's just the fact that I still have to park on the street and I have to move twice a day and so yeah that's yeah that's its own frustration of course too.
0: yeah and do you mind me asking where do you live where what's the climate what's where are you living
1: what, what? oh well so fortunately it's very temperate it's like right now it's uh it says it's 24 outside celsius so it's like what, okay.
0: 75 so are you somewhere in,
1: uh, in- I, I, I'm like I'm, a, I'm miles from the ocean, so
0: it's okay. Oh, so you have a nice place somewhere south. You're at least living in a place where it's okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, okay, great. But still, like,
1: yeah, I I don't mind saying I'm actually in Ventura, California. Okay, so, yeah. well, yeah, uh, so it's otherwise, you're, nice here.
0: So yeah, so you have a like light- right
1: now. I'm parked at my gym. So
0: oh, okay, but still, so so frustrating. I you know I'm I'm teaching a um. Uh, Coaching certification. Yeah, I
1: try to be
0: positive. uh, No, I was just going to say, I was teaching a a coaching, I'm teaching a coaching certification, and we're going through this book called Lectures on the Psychology of Women. And the very first lecture uh, by a brilliant woman, uh, what's her, geez, what's her last? She's Dr. Bell, PhD. Anyways, she's just talking about poverty in a wealthy nation. And I'm just hearing, like, you're literally an example of one of those women that are brilliant, that are... You know are willing to work that they're willing, and yet we live in this nation United States is you know other than i mean China's actually more wealthy now it's crazy, but the United States is like the wealthiest nation in the world, and yet we have well educated intelligent women who are in poverty, so that's just an outrage that just is an outrage and so on your behalf, let me say I'm outraged for you. It makes me sick. Um, and then on top of it, you went through a divorce where you're battling just to be able to have your own child. So that's gotta just take a toll on your health and your your well-being and your, you know, how do you, it's hard to stay positive when you're in a legal battle. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So, lots of crying. I'm so sorry I'm so sorry about that you know uh, i you know just to know that like you're you know just know that you're yeah you're i'm i'm just i just want you to know that i feel i feel for you i really feel for you where are, where where are you at right now emotionally if you could say just under the surface if if it didn't make you a bad mom it didn't make you it didn't mean anything about you the fact that you know, that you're living in your RV right now or that you're, you know, you have all these frustrations and all these setbacks and probably with autism as well. I mean, I actually can hear your, as, from the, from the initial, when you first came on to now, your, your, your your cadence is very smooth. So the autism is clearly something that you have a handle on, if you know what I mean, like you're very still. Figured it out. Yeah. yeah, I can, I can feel that. So, where are you wanting to go now? What is, what's your plans if you could wave a magic wand, if you could make things happen for yourself? What is it that you're wanting to create or do or be or become?
1: Uh, well, so, I mean, the biggest thing right now, I guess the biggest hurdle would be if I, I ultimately need a contingency lawyer for discrimination. Yeah, But I'm also finding I need a direct connection to, like, the right person. Yeah. And I've, I've already exhausted all obvious possibilities years ago, like back in two thousand fifteen to sixteen. That's actually when I first discovered you too. Yeah, wow. uh, and then my motivations for seeking advocacy alone are no longer attainable, mostly because of, like you know, physical things getting in the way, and just time passing, and things becoming more dire for my daughter. Mm. And I actually have two stepdaughters since they were two and four two that were remo- like ultimately taken from me at the same time. Wow. Scary how unjust justice I'm
0: just I'm just yeah it's outrageous so when you're saying uh right now you're you're needing a discrimination because tell me more tell me more about what you need if you could wave a magic wand let's get some clarity around what you feel you need right now to be able to make some changes for yourself and for your daughter
1: well so for the longest time I was uh this court case is five volumes, and it went to the point where I took it to appeals and lost because of the like basic mistakes, like rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. I never had my own lawyer, so I represented myself. Mm-hmm. So that was another thing too. Is I had to kind of kind of become a, a lawyer. lawyer, a detective, and a psychologist all within a year. Crazy, back in 2015.
0: It's crazy. Do you want me to tell you something? Yeah. You know, I went. I finally after and and listen. I don't. I don't mean to turn this into. Uh, Tip for tat in any way, shape, or form, and and my daughter oh, is no on the, my daughter is on the line, so I don't mean to, but I took Hi. her father to court for child support, and I cannot tell you child support. We're just talking child support. It wasn't over custody. It wasn't over yeah. uh, separation of assets. It was just child support, and it was probably the one of the hardest, most grueling, most frustrating. I thought to myself, what would the average woman do? How would she get through this? And how could she afford it? It cost me a hundred and over $120,000 just for legal fees to fight to get child support. And the child support only came to 50,000 in back pay. So $120,000 to fight to get child support. And when I finished that I got to tell you, I felt like I just, you know, one, I felt like it was one of the turning points for me in becoming a very extremely empowered woman and an advocate for other women, because it was so shocking to me that I thought, I cannot believe what I'm going through, and I can afford to pay, I, I mean, I
1: couldn't, but I did, Yeah. Um, exactly what would really the do. average yeah. woman do? What would she do? Yeah. They give up. They just they fail and give up and just spiral or all kinds of like really horrible stuff. I I, I talk about this with my therapist therapist a lot too. But uh, at the beginning, at least when I was talking about this stuff, but yeah, it's I I personally can handle this and figure it out. And I still failed, so I couldn't imagine. But of course, I can how horrible it would be for someone who didn't know how to reverse engineer ultimately being a lawyer and a psychologist and a tech 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 been like already being a software engineer to be able to figure this stuff out about in the first place and keep track of all of it in the first place, and,
0: you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, it's,
1: it's just outrageous. so
0: much. It's outrageous. So now are you telling me that yeah. the court case has come to an end? Is that done now at this point?
1: No. So, okay. So COVID happened also, you know, so that <laughs> also complicated a whole lot. I, I felt something at the beginning of 2019 that was continued multiple times, and then COVID happened, and then made it even worse for another year, and then suddenly my ex had a lawyer again, because the previous one uh, you know, left or quit, so that ended up just being one of those things like, oh, surprise, now I'm, it's going to be a lot more difficult again, so originally I was told that I was going to be destroyed Damn. by this lawyer. Terrible. like privately until so they realized well what my actual intentions are, are still not to harm my daughter to make sure she's not feeling like she's being split
0: right. if
1: she felt like she was forced into like
0: yeah
1: saying she never wanted anything to do with me and then you know weeks later saying no that's not what I meant that's not what I said
0: yeah it's so hard and it's so hard and, and, and so so and ultimately like, this year now
1: uh my I filed something at the beginning of the year because my daughter had last year been questioning whether she's. She's been feeling unloved. She actually was dealing with anorexia, uh, and was told to keep it a secret from her her my ex and oh i I requested a minor's counsel back in two thousand and fifteen that wasn't given to my daughter until a year after she was taken from me. So at least now she has a lawyer. but ultimately, yes, uh, two days ago, she told me uh, that that uh, her boyfriend wanted to have her and him call the police and CPS on her parent. And so I'm like, Oh, okay. So I, I let her know that she needs to uh, involve her lawyer. I let my, the let my daughter's lawyer know herself. And then ultimately they expect a phone call from her on Friday, which is today. So as far as I know, my daughter will actually be calling her lawyer today. Your 15 year old
0: daughter has to call her lawyer.
1: Yeah, my fourteen-year-old daughter has to call 14-year-old her lawyer. Fourteen-year-old daughter has to call. During her this daughter. very dangerous and volatile situation, where her... so she's been, she been told me she's being threatened, and she's still, she's constantly made to feel like she's worthless.
0: Oh, I'm so sorry. And those are her, it's her words. And it's just it's outrageous. It's really horrible. It's just outrageous. So, what are your options? Yeah. I I don't normally go straight into strategy. Um, I'm I I mean I okay, love. Well, so I, You've just got some I have, really, well, I don't mind you. yeah, you've got some really um, some big hurdles that you, you have to climb over. And, and, you know, uh, I mean, there's not much I can do from here. But what I can do is try to help you um, remember who you really are, remember how intelligent you are, remember the force you are to be reckoned with, to remind you of that you're not alone, even though you probably feel alone. I would love for you to sign up for mentorship coaching, even just to have one of our coaches to talk to every week at no charge. Sometimes just being able to talk to another woman, it can release the, you know, it's called oxytocin. It's a hormone in our body as women that can at least calm us down and get a little perspective on it. And, and you know, I, I would say to my coaches, don't say to someone, this too shall pass. And as I say that, I do want to remind you, your daughter is nearly 15 and in a very few number of years, she's going to be a grown up woman and she's going to very, I'm going to say in the next year or two, she's going to be able to start choosing where she wants to be and where she wants to go. So um, hopefully this battle for you isn't going to carry on for too much longer. Um, And the number one thing for your daughter is just reminding her how much you love her. And you're so sorry do, you're, yes, you're just so sorry for any mistake you. that you made that could have created this, and you know children are so um resilient and so forgiving, especially if they know their parent is trying and loves them, and you know, so, I just really hope that this can still you know you and your daughter can really find. Place for the two of you. I don't mean physically. I mean in your hearts. That you know, as you as you get older and she gets older, that you know that you are her still her safe place that she can come to, and that you and her can create a beautiful relationship as women. That's something to look forward to. she does, yeah,
1: yes, yeah,
0: yeah. I I don't know what I would do without my daughters. They're my true north. They're my internal compass I mean I don't mean to put a lot of pressure on them but I feel like so many decisions I made through my life I had to it was my kids that kept me on track and they didn't even know it half the time there were times that I felt like Absolutely, yes. right life's too hard this is too hard and you know some women they would they see the shiny exterior of my life they see the shiny exterior and they don't realize the struggles and the heartache and the pain and the pushing and the fighting and the legal battles and the, the stuff that we go through. Um, so, you know, I I just want you to know you're not alone. And um, you will get through this. You will get through this. You're too intelligent. I can. I mean, I can just, maybe you should become a legal aid or a lawyer. I mean, you never know. It's not too late.
1: I consider um, it the future. You know, if I had the free freedom for that, but Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I'm actually so very close this year, finally, because mm-hmm. it's, it's ultimately that the lawyer said that she will, uh, because based off of what I sent and everything of uh, what's been happening, and uh, my talks from my daughter uh, between the times that she's able to actually contact me, uh, that she'll try to make make a meeting in uh, uh, summertime unless she hears from her first, which of course you know she's going to hear from her today. Then that's different, and then. The filing I filed in January was denied, and that's its own long, difficult story, too. But So I have uh, an appointment for next Wednesday to file that again uh, with Boy. new information. This is a full-time job. How
0: would you be able to and work? So this... that would bring
1: us in the we... summer. But if my daughter says, no, I want to live with me now, then this will happen immediately yeah. in court. So yeah. that's what yeah. I'm hoping for.
0: Yeah, so, you know, I think in these situations, I think you sound like you're you're trying to do everything right, um, but it is a it, there. There is a cost I'm hearing that's affecting your body and your health too. So what can oh, we, yeah. what can we do to get you physically and emotionally healthier, so that this doesn't just take its toll on you completely? What, what how are you? Oh, what can you do for yourself? right now and I know that probably seems like one more thing to add to your already daunting to-do list but what can we do for you what can you do for you what could I do to support you what do you need
1: I don't know I don't know if you have actual connections and stuff but I mean that's that's pretty much where I'm stuck right now so what's I'm, the
0: connection you need? Cause you, I, already have,
1: I keep a, a good uh, control over my uh, scheduling for my life and stuff. So yeah. I'm able to keep track of at least most things that I want to get accomplished. Yeah. I have a lot of stuff but to-do list that keeps getting pushed forward because of other emergencies, of course. And I'm in
0: mean your body, though. Now, How are you taking care I, of yourself? Are you eating healthy? Are you able oh, to... Oh, okay, uh, yeah.
1: So I exercise every day and I okay. do physical therapy every day. And I also have a medical physical therapist I see every two weeks. Fantastic. I have a, a chiropractic... Uh, you know, person I see every other week.
0: So what do we need to do a it, call out? Because that's what I'm hearing you ask. I, I think that's what I'm hearing you say. Crystal, do you have any connections? Do you have any way to help me? What do you What do you need exactly? Tell me.
1: I'm not saying well, I do, but I, I don't I, mind doing a call seeking out. All the, I tried seeking out all the obvious options back at the beginning of all of this and literally have not, notes from at least 100 different places I tried where it was ultimately either uh, I, I was Originally, I was looking for, I guess, the wrong term because I was looking for pro bono, and when uh, I would try to find people, it would either be that their caseload is too full, or that my case is too complex for their their current team to handle, or some some other explanation, or like I wouldn't get a response, or all kinds of other weird stuff that was always endlessly frustrating and mm-hmm. uh, you know just made made everything feel worse because I wasn't any ever getting anywhere. So what do you so feel like so tell I, me, I found tell out me. over time from the right from people that i the right word for this contingency and it would be off based off of the discrimination that happened in court from the various different things that happened or the various different biases that happened in the court from what was believed over testimony and various decorations from me and at least a dozen other people and all kinds of stuff so
0: um let me just get clear so you're saying you're wanting someone to help you fight to go back to the discriminations that you faced in this legal battle with your regarding your daughter. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to ask you this are you looking?
1: Other big hindrance in my life is that there's a fraudulent support order in excess of my earning potential. Oh and my so God! I, he's I coming stop. after
0: you for money.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a software engineer, so I was the one that worked. Oh my
0: goodness. So okay, so let me ask you this: Are you my ex
1: is a cognitive based off of all the definitions and stuff? Here's, and here's what
0: I I can't help but uh, I just, know I yeah. don't I don't know enough about this, and I don't want to weigh in incorrectly in when it comes to strategies. You know, this is something it sounds like you've you've put a lot of energy and thought into strategizing this. Well, There's just one thing that is coming up for me, which is: Are is it worth Listen, I got to tell you, me going back to fight for child support when my kids were already teenagers, am I glad I did it in the end? Yes. But did it take a massive toll on me emotionally, financially, energetically, physically? I probably gained 40 pounds through the process of just, I mean, I'm not blaming that, but just the toll that it takes on you fighting is sometimes, is it, are you better to wash your hands? get this thing cleaned up and put all your energy and focus into working and making money and spending time with your daughter and getting healthy and feeling great and just never dealing with him ever again.
1: That That's exactly what I work you toward. Yes.
0: Yeah. That's what I'm hearing. I just wonder is, is it worth searching out for, and I'm not pooing on it. Believe me, you know what you're doing. I can tell, but is it worth finding another lawyer to fight for the discrimination i mean maybe it is maybe this is your calling in life
1: like i don't know oh it is S- believe me i figured it out it is okay so I, what can what i, figured I out do and all the the, the, I've, i was told by everyone document everything and all of the things i have so far that i could pretty much just say hey look i have all of these things that point to this and this and this someone would be able to take this and turn it into something where it's a precedent for other people to not have this kind of stuff happen to well, them. Well, you
0: sound brilliant. Gotta, that's what you you got it. Have listen, have you connected with, have you thought about connecting with some of the powerful feminist lawyers, the feminist psychologists, uh, professors of women's health studies or well of women's studies and maybe your local universities? I mean, for you to be able to talk to them the way that you're talking to me?
1: Well, so like I said before, in 2016, I was recommended by all the different people, all the different places, all the, all the obvious choices, all the places I searched for. I, I, I did try all the different places. So that's what
0: I'm getting at. You know, there's sort of this, I, gosh, I don't want to say the wrong thing. I'm really being honest with you. I don't want to lead you in the wrong direction or even in any way, shape or form, say something that could hurt your feelings or could lead you in the wrong direction. I really want to get this right. But there is also that serenity prayer that's like, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change and the courage to change the things I can and the wisdom to know the difference. I'm just wondering, this has taken six years of your life. And if you've already tried since 2016, is it time to have the courage to know the difference and to shut the door on this thing and go out there and create your own great life? And then when you have money, which is what I had to do, go back after him in five years from now. Like, that's what I had to do. I I was fighting for child support from, and the lawyer actually said to me, um, you know, ma'am, if you would have decided to go back 10 years, I would have given, I only tried to, I only said, I just want to go back for three years of child support. And when it settled and I won, and he said, if you had wanted to go back 10 years, I would have given it to you. So, but it took me, I mean, I left when the kids were four and five. I didn't finally have enough money saved up to fight him until they were about 14 and 15. It took me 10 years to save enough money. And for 10 years, I knew in my mind I'm gonna get you, fucker. I don't mean this. That sounds terrible, but I think fuck you. I'm gonna get you. I'm I'm gonna have justice on this thing. And I think he got comfortable and never thought I was he he was ever gonna see me in court. And when I took him okay, finally so to court,
1: that position that you're at. I don't mean to interrupt, but that exact position that you're talking about yeah. with me three years ago. So okay. that's maybe okay. that's that'll give you perspective of where I'm at. So yes, yeah, so, what where I'm my wondering now is this is, year is the one that's going to completely destroy the situation in that yeah. was all lied about with me. I just know lawyers. I just know lawyers. I
0: just know lawyers. I just know that lawyers and courts and all of that can. I always would say to a woman, fight for your rights. I really would. But I'd also say, at a certain point, if this has taken six, seven years and you're not winning, and and every every time you get in front of a judge, they don't side with you, and they're you're not. I, I'd also say there has to come a point where your financial stability, excuse me, and your mental stability and your emotional stability. Maybe there has to be a pause on this. I don't know. What do you think? What do you feel?
1: Well, the constant fight can't stop for my daughter and the fact that she's still living her childhood years during this time mm-hmm. with this someone that's, that's abusive to her yeah. is never appropriate to me. So that's what made me never, yeah. ever I, give I, up I, on listen, trying to make sure that this is I right. I hear you. I and hear so you. Yes. Now that, now that like, like you said, they became comfortable and started to become more abusive and various other things have happened that I can't really even go into on here, Yeah, it's... It's gotten to the point now where I do have that exact way to go after in court and get this stuff straightened out and hopefully correct the mistakes that were made before also in court so that I I then can move forward with my life, have an actual income, have my daughter with me also all at the same time.
0: The great news is that your daughter is going to be 16 soon um, and she can come and live with you. She'll decide it. She'll just say, that's where I want to live. Um, I just... I I hate to say this I I mean we've all heard this many times that the person with the money is who wins in court. Thankfully, I kept fight. He he took me my my ex took me to the ninth degree of the of the legal system. He fought every single thing along the way. He would never settle until it took I don't know three four years and one hundred and twenty thousand dollars years later dollars later. And I thought to myself, if I hadn't had the money to keep the fight, I would have lost. I would have had to give up. So it just, sometimes I feel like it's not a legal system for what's righteous. It's who has the most money to pay the best lawyers.
1: Yeah. And I just. A lot of the reason that this was all mixed up in the first place was at the beginning of the case, among other things that were lied about. Well, I it's also that you were your own lawyer.
0: Nicole, it was also that you were your own lawyer, even though you're brilliant and intelligent, and I could have been my own lawyer, but I wouldn't have won what I won. So I hear you. You're saying I need a contingency contingency lawyer now to help me.
1: Yeah, to at least kind of do the final blow and finish this so I could move forward with my life finally after all of these mistakes that were intentionally made on purpose to make it so it wasn't possible for me to do that. Wow. I'm so close that I'm so happy about that at least. Well, I'm just, glad to hear I don't you want say so, anymore.
0: Yeah, you're so close. Um and I hear I hear the the pride, the dignity, the courage. Like you're 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 in you're you're a you're a powerhouse. Like you could probably be a lawyer for other women one day when this thing is all settled.
1: Well, like I said, I, I had considered that if I ever had the freedom to do that in the future. How old are you? But then of course that hinges up on- Uh, my actual success too yeah um I'll be 43 next month
0: you're so young you have so much joy and living and happiness and excitement ahead of you that's the good news
1: yeah Well, I kept hoping and waiting for things to get better. Like people say that it gets better, and it just never was. It kept getting worse and worse until eventually, then it does actually get better. It's
0: some of these things where you're like, it's not going to get better until my kid becomes an adult. I, I, you know, it's it's like I felt like I just that part hurt so much too, right? I know because you feel like you've lost so much time and that your child didn't deserve any of this. Uh, Yeah. And I, I think the most important thing is is not letting yourself feel guilty because you've done everything possible that a woman could do. And for that, I think you're a warrior and you're a champion. You know, Nicole, I don't know if, if I could gift you. I don't know if that would help. I have some courses, like emo- we have our emotional edge course. I've got a fast track course. I've got a business course. I've got an on the edge for love course. I don't know if any of those would maybe help you or give you some energy or some, some, something that could help. I, I don't, I don't know any lawyers in California. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm always, if there's something I can do to help and and you have a, something that you can ask of me, I'm open to helping. Um, but what I would like to do is, is at least gift you, um, any one of those courses, if you think, Listening could could just maybe give you the extra little bit of an, an an edge. Would that be something that you'd be interested in?
1: Of course, yeah. Thank you.
0: Yeah, I, at least let's let's get. Let, I'm gonna get Madeline to um to get your email, um or maybe you could email Madeline or or me, Crystal at swadinstitute and let's at least get you set up with some mentorship coaching for support. Let's get you, you know, I think the emotional edge fast track would be a great course for you just to keep reminding you how to stay in those empowered levels of consciousness to stay in your woman energy, I call it, so that you're yeah. you're not falling into mother energy or daughter energy where you can really show up like a really empowered woman, you know, fierce. Um, that really have effective communication skills and listen i can already tell you do but we all need reminders we all need support you can be part of our sisterhood and if i mean that's at, at today that's what i would like to be able to offer you thank you yeah and let's stay connected and honestly if there is something i can do to do a call out i mean don't get me wrong i have a lot of connections I can't, on the top of my head, think of a lawyer, but I, I do know that I'm hearing you say, I need a woman's advocate, I need a I need someone yeah. who will advocate for you and for what you've been through, and boy, you deserve it, if anyone deserves it, like, can we at least get you a GoFundMe account or something? You need support. I've always
1: told that, yeah. I just wish I had that.
0: Yeah, you, you really do, and... Um, I know this is sounds a little woo-woo, but you know, the art of manifesting is getting really, really clear on what you need and then yeah. believing it's on its way like with a 10 out of 10. It's getting yourself in the energy of like it's on its way. I I'm, I'm going to attract this person into my life. It's it and that is woo-woo. Please forgive me, because you're doing everything yeah. possible, but the woo-woo part of it is being in woman energy. And believing with a with an absolute knowingness in your belly that this is going to work out for you, and that you're going to find that advocate for you, because that's what you're needing is a is a really strong advocate that will help support you. Well, but that's you.
1: the thing, though. Is what you said is real. It's it the attraction and and it, all that. It, it's real. It is real. Yeah, it is
0: real. So it's you want it with a ten, funny. and yeah. now you you got to believe it's on its way and. Listen, I I would love for you to call back in 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 the next few months. Let me know how you're doing. Let me know how your daughter's doing. And uh, just know that you are not alone. And it's an outrage. And you probably should write a book. And maybe you could. You you, you know, you're young. And I don't mean to say that in a way. But listen, I didn't do my court thing until I was your age. I was probably 43. So I'm in my 50s now. And it wasn't until I was in my 40s that I finally had the fierceness and the, like, I'm I'm going to do this. So um, you're coming out the other side of it, and it's going to work out for you. You're just way too intelligent, um, and you sound like you have all your ducks in a row. So uh, may the force be with you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. If I were there right now, I'd give you a great big huge hug, and we'd go for a walk on the too. beach. Yeah. Thanks for calling in Nicole. I'm gonna make sure you, you send me an email, Crystal, C R Y S T A L at SWATINstitute.com, and I'd love to at least get you set up with some mentorship coaching. And oh, yeah. I'd love yeah, to get books. you you know, just some of the courses that can you can you can download them, do like a Netflix binge, and um and and just really get yourself back into your woman energy where you feel really powerful. Thank you so very much. Thank you. Thanks for calling in Nicole and i know we only have a few maybe 10 minutes left but i'm going to go to our next caller and i'm almost certain it's angelica angelica i know we don't have that long but i i see your hand raised and i wanted to to check in and see how you're doing today hi crystal great and you i'm good what's going on for you
2: Sure. Yeah, you know what it actually, I don't need that much because the answer actually, again, it came with the, in the first call. Uh, my main thing was how to actually stay like, stay, like how to work on yourself. So you stay in the woman energy and that was like review. your the fast track of the emotional
0: edge. That's the answer. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just get back into the emotional edge. I think you have that course re to it and remind yourself of what it means and who you really are. I think we all are woman energy. Listen, every one of us have woman energy. Every one of us have mother energy. And you with a small baby as a single mother, it's going to happen. And it happened to me where I often fell into mother energy because we're mothering and we're the primary caregiver. And so we're in mother energy a lot. Um, but yeah, if that's how simple it is, then pull out your emotional edge book pull out the Emotional Edge Fast Track course, re-listen, and we all need reminders. That's that's why we need each other. Exactly. We all just need reminders. And and uh, I'm sure as you listen to Nicole talk about her struggles with her ex, I know that you're I, – I just saw a post of yours asking about, you know, what if your ex doesn't want you to get a passport for your child? And I was like, he doesn't have say in it. Go to the passport office are you asking me why? no, I'm You're saying like you, why it isn't sure. it interesting that Nicole called in talking about her struggles with an ex narcissist and you've got an ex narcissist yeah right so are are you getting your passport for your little guy?
2: so basically you know what it is his issue. Is- he thinks that I'm, that I'm going to take the baby and I'm going to go to Poland. And, and that's his thing is, and he's just like making like issue, but you know what it is like the reason why I really wanted to go, like, let's say if I want to plan, like, let's say if I wanted to plan the vacation within the three months, I don't want to do it like last minute passport. I wanted to make sure I have it on hand.
0: Angelica, but he thinks that I'm running away to Poland with the baby. You're not running away to Poland and your son needs a passport. That's just it. And first of all, like,
2: yeah, like, and then uh, first of all, there is no way, like, there is like, first of all, I would not even, if I wanted to, I could not even go without him signing the thing because they would stop me anyway. Absolutely. And I don't want to go to Poland. There is, I never give me a, I never gave him like a reason. This even is a, this is to about get that feeling, but he just wants to be difficult.
0: Yeah. He just wants to be difficult and he wants to control you. And this is another way for him to control you. So, um, you can get your son's passport with without him, can't you? Can't you go and get your son's?
2: No, because you know what? Because he's like, I mean, when is the uh, you know a, uh, 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 the birth uh, certificate uh, certificate
0: that you know, and they wanted two parents, yeah, you know, like two parents. So he won't sign the birth certificate. He won't sign it. He's just a step of God, but it's okay. One day. Yeah, you know just what it go is, to the lawyer, have to,
2: like, stroke Angelica. His ego a little and, bit, and then he'll do
0: it. I know, but you know what? I pisses me off. Like it's like you saying, I have to stroke his ego so he'll sign the papers. Um, I, I it just it's so frustrating. Like just having that conversation with Nicole, and then knowing you're a single mother, and he won't sign papers to let you get a birth certificate and a passport for your son. I'm just so goddamn tired of men who want to control women and who control us through our children. And I'm just fed up with it. I really am. I'm fed up with it. So if you really want that passport, which I think you absolutely should do and have, we should all have our own passports to be able to travel. If you wanted to go south, if you wanted to take your son to Mexico and have a little vacation on the beach, you have the right to do that. And um, he can't stop you. If you were to go to a lawyer... Or a notary—I'm not sure what they call them in the in in New York, but or New Jersey or whatever, uh-huh. wherever it is you live. But if you were to go t- to uh-huh. see someone, or even go to the passport office, or the the office uh-huh. where the birth certificates are, they would absolutely do this for you. I'm telling you, we have more rights than we realize, and you know okay. after i said all that with nicole how the justice system can really screw women because it's about money but there are some things that it that isn't about the money and you getting a birth certificate and a passport is your ex doesn't have say you weren't married you're the primary caregiver you're i think you're probably the sole caregiver and you pay for everything for that little boy and you do everything for that little boy go uh-huh. to the passport office just go in and tell them uh-huh. do you have a birth certificate yet no birth certificate, I have. Okay, actually, that was a problem. The same issue. I had to pull the teeth from him. So the same thing. So you need to take your birth certificate, bring get a picture of your son, get it witnessed by a lawyer or a notary public, and just go get his per his passport. Mm-hmm. Just go. Yeah, and that's do what it. that's what I'll
2: do. Just do it. Just yeah, but my my main thing, you know, what I was not thinking, Crystal, really now about the passport. I was like thinking more about that like, how I can maintain that woman energy because I feel like I'm, like, because of the habit and my emotional state and it's because, like, you get addicted to your emotional state, I, like, I feel like I'm always going back to mother energy and I would like to kind of, like, yeah. Like keep working more on it, so but I got the answer from you know Nicole conversation, so that was good
0: great, and also mentorship coaching, I know you're doing mentorship coaching now as a coach, but you need to be mentored. We are always mirroring each other when you talk to me and I talk to you mm-hmm. i I mirror something for you to remember your woman energy, and you mirror something back for me. that's why we need each other, like healing is an inside job. Mm-hmm and yet you can't do it alone that's what's so mm-hmm. ironic about it healing mm-hmm. is an inside job but yet you can't do it alone we need each other we need to have these conversations we need to remind each other of who we really are you know and if it means i need to remind you of how beautiful driven passionate creative ambitious that you are then i remind you of that that's who okay. you really are and We all fall off track, myself included. I would be completely lying if I said I'm in woman energy every day. I'm not. I have days and sometimes a few Mm -hmm. days in a row that I feel like whatever, whatever the feeling is. And it's not that those lower feelings are bad feelings. They're human. They're part of being a human being. Um, And that's why empowerment equals choice. It's when we realize, wait, mm-hmm. I, I, I get to choose how I talk to myself. I get to choose how I take mm-hmm. care of myself. I get to choose what I, I you know, the choices I make. And, and, And sometimes we just need someone to remind us that, no, wait a second, you have more power than you realize. And we can't give our mm-hmm. power away to men, ex-partners, um, we, we don't want to give it away to anybody. So it's just a reminder for you to take back your power and grab your emotional edge book and get back into your woman energy. Exactly. Exactly. And also, as i having you on
2: on last one question, I just was wondering if there will be that, um, like
0: yesterday's um,
2: web, webinar, is it recorded? Result? It
0: is. You can watch the replay. You'll love the replay. Yesterday I had... Liz Dennery Sanders, who is the marketing and branding and PR expert to the stars. She lives in Beverly Hills, California. We had a great hour-long conversation about your brand, your personal brand, your style, your substance, your why, your clarity, how to really connect and have great communication, because those are all the ways that we are able to really create a brand that um, that makes us money. So you're going to want to watch that webinar. The replay is up. Yeah,
2: because I didn't get
0: the link. That's why I was just wondering if it's a recording. Oh, dear. Yeah, well, there you can re-sign up if you want. Go in right now. Go back to that page, www.swatinstitute.com. Just click under the resources, and you'll see the webinar. For It's called Confidence. Okay. You build your confidence, brand, and bank account. Go and put your name and email in again, okay. and you can watch it all over. Awesome. Great. Okay. Thanks okay. so much. That was that's a question. That was nice and easy. Thank you, darling. Sending you so much love. Thank you to everyone who was part of the conversation today. I know it's not easy, and sometimes, you know, there just isn't an answer that we can give. Um, and and sometimes life just deals us with things, and we have to try to strategize and and get our way through it. But we have to always remind ourselves that we have to do a check in with how we're feeling. Because when, you know, i was saying to Nicole, when we can get back up into that energy of I want, I know what I want, and I believe I deserve it, and I believe it's on its way, there's a, a different shift that happens in the way that we show up in the world, and the world shows up back differently to us. So just remind yourself that empowerment equals choice, and even when we think we can't choose, or there is no choice, there always is, and sometimes it's just the way that we're talking to ourselves about ourselves. I'm going to be back on the first Friday of May. Oh my goodness, May. April showers bring May flowers. I'm really excited for my tulips and daffodils to start coming out of the ground soon. They're usually here sometime around Easter. So I'm looking forward to tulips. That's what I'm excited about. Y'all have a great month and I'll be back in May. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for joining us today on Chat with Crystal, empowerment coaching and conversations with real women from around the world. Of course, my name is Crystal Andrus Morissette, and it's been my honor to spend this time with you. If you'd like to be a guest on the show to get the coaching that you need, please visit www.swatinstitute.com. And remember, empowerment equals choice. It's always up to you.